Hi, this is Anthony Airedale, host of Kids in Cars, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for a four-month-old, Zaley Fryer, white female, 2 foot 11, 12 pounds, brown eyes, brown hair. Zaley was last seen on May 1st, 2011. She has a brown birthmark on her right leg and went missing from Millersville, Tennessee. If you know of Zaley's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Zaley Fryer, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfuturesmissing.com. Thank you. This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Network. So we have two very special guests today. In fact, not just one, as we usually do. But um, their names are Dane and Hunter. So right now we have Dane with us. So why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself, Dane, and how old are you? I am 10 years old, and I really want to get into gymnastics because I'm really energetic. Oh, that's so fun. Have you been keeping up with the Olympics? No, we don't have a TV. Oh, okay. Well, that works. <laughs> but I'm glad you like gymnastics, though. And other than that, also, um, I heard that you love music. Mm-hmm. So tell me, why do you like music? Um, because it has a sweet tone. Mm-hmm. And it, it's very different than everything else. That's a good answer. I agree. <laughs> so tell me about the Phoenix Boys Choir. So I guess that you're in with the Phoenix Boys Choir. So if you could just give us um, what that's about and what you're doing there. Okay. Um, it's been around for about 65 years, and it's one of the top boys choirs in the world. Oh, that's so awesome. And I hear you guys also perform concerts and record CDs. Have you been able to do that as well? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So what kinds of concerts have you done? Um, we've done pop concerts and Christmas concerts and springtime concerts and lots of different songs in each of them. That's really fun. I've done some concerts when I was in elementary school, and I've always known that we did it for Christmas and springtime. That's always the best ones for me. So that's really cool that you've been able to experience that. So what are some of the places that the choir has performed? Um, we've performed in churches and um, some stages and in some schools. Really? That's quite awesome. I know I've done that a few times also, so I totally know where you're coming from with that. So how did you get into the Phoenix Boys Choir? Um, there was... So I used to sing in the shower and hum to myself, and then my mom got the idea that if I might be able to get into the Phoenix Boys Choir, mm -hmm. and so, yeah. That's awesome. So I hear this is your third year in choir. Are you enjoying it? Yes. That's cool. And you definitely sing a lot in the choir, I'm guessing, huh? Mm-hmm. Definitely. So have you learned bunches of songs through being in the choir? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So um, I know that there's partially an audition to actually getting into the Phoenix Boys Choir. Did you prepare a song for it? Um, no, I did not prepare a song for it. Oh, wow. So you were just kind of practicing all that time, weren't you? Yeah. Just from that. That's always the best. When you try and do something, it's like, no, nah, I wasn't prepared for a song, but I'm just going to try it out, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So did you take any voice lessons? Um, no. Great. So right now, is the choir taking any audition so far? Um, yeah. Great. And is it hard to get into the boys' choir? Yeah, well, it's more of a natural talent. Mm -hmm. You just need a natural talent. You don't actually have to know any of the stuff because they'll teach it to you. Oh, great. And you've probably been there, too. They taught you everything, huh? Yeah. That's awesome. So what do you think is your favorite thing that you've learned so far with being in the choir? Um, I learned how to sing like a professional singer. Mm-hmm. And there's, yeah. <laughs> That's always fun just to say that I'm a professional. 
I know how to sing like a professional. So for one of the things also in actually being able to sing, do you sing anywhere else now besides the choir or is it mainly for the choir? Um, it's mainly for the choir. That's fun. Definitely. I always love being in those kinds of clubs because you know that that's what you do. <laughs> you're learning. Oh, you're learning. <laughs> you're listening. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. And right now we're talking to Dane. So again, he's 10 and he loves gymnastics. He's all about music so far. And we're talking about, you know, some of the voice and lessons and the auditions that you've been able to do. So how often do you guys rehearse? Um, we rehearse, like, we rehearse two to three times a week, mm -hmm. um, and each time we rehearse, it's two hours long. Awesome, and can anybody join the choir? Um, as long as they have a natural talent of singing, yes. Awesome, that's cool. So for all you people out there that love to sing, then they could definitely try out for the choir then. So tell me about the camp, because I heard that you just went for a week-long summer camp near Prescott. Um, so, every day we practice three times a day, mm -hmm. um, and there is rec time, which is playtime, basically, <laughs> um, and there's lots of fun stuff, like, um, human foosball. Wow, I've never played that before. <laughs> and Jedi dodgeball. Awesome. So, what is human, what was it? Human foosball. Human foosball. You want to explain that? Um, <laughs> so, it's not like the foosball table. Um, it's all exactly the same except for how they move. So, you don't need to all move at once. Mm -hmm. um, you can just move on the bar that you have. Wow. I'll have to try and play that sometime because I've never played that before. I mean, I've seen some people do it before. But that's pretty cool. So how about any fundraisers? Is the Phoenix Boys Choir doing any current fundraising right now? Um, they do it around January. Mm -hmm. um, and your goal is to at least raise $1,000 for the Phoenix Boys Choir. And it, it's a challenge. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you get to $1,000, um, you get... Um, to go to a lock-in party where you get to stay there until 12 o'clock at night. Wow, that's long. It's like a giant sleepover, huh? Yeah. That'll be fun. So you want to be in the lock-in this year? Mm-hmm. Cool. That's awesome. Hopefully you'll get to do that. And then do you do a lot of performances? Um, yes, especially in town and tour. Really? So you're on, like, tour kind of, huh? Yeah. That's fun. So you get to perform everywhere, huh? Yeah. Just about everywhere. <laughs> That's awesome. And what kinds of places do you perform? Um, we perform in churches and schools and lots of other places. And I've heard you actually perform at musical festivals too, huh? Yeah. What's that like? Is it fun? Um, I've never actually been to one, mm -hmm. but I think I'm going to go to one when, and when I'm in town choir this year. Awesome. You're going to make that one of your goals, huh? Yeah. I'm going to be in the music festival. <laughs> That's awesome. So I also hear that you are going to go on your first tour next summer. Yeah. Are you excited about that? Yes. So what do you guys do on tour? Um, so you go somewhere else on the world mm -hmm. for, um, for like more than two days at least. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, and it could be anywhere in the world. Um, so we perform in, like, sometimes we perform in famous places. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. And then, but they don't sing all the time. Like, they adventure around, like, the area. Like, if they're, um, like, in London or something, they mm -hmm. can adventure around in all the famous landmarks. That's really fun. I have to go on tour sometime. That sounds quite awesome. So I heard that you mentioned the tour and town choirs. Are there different levels in the choir? Yes, there is training and cadet, and those are the lower levels of um, the choir. Awesome, and those help you to train to learn how to sing like a professional, right? Yes. Awesome. So which level are you on right now? I'm on town, mm -hmm. and it's the second highest um, level in the boys' choir. Yay, congratulations. You're moving up. <laughs> 
That's awesome. So what else do you do besides being in the Phoenix Boys Choir? Um, I also want to do gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And um, the reason why I want to do gymnastics is because I'm really energetic mm-hmm. and and it's it's really fun. Yeah, it's interesting, huh? And I heard that you're in piano lessons. Yeah. So how many years have you been doing piano lessons? Um, so we used to do like piano for a few months mm-hmm. and then the, our piano teacher moved and then we didn't have a piano teacher for like a year. Mm-hmm. Then we found another one and right now I'm currently relearning every everything that mm-hmm. I learned before. Awesome. And then you're also doing Cub Scouts right now, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. And then you also play sports like baseball, soccer, and karate. Yeah. That's cool. And then, so I always like to be fun. So why don't you tell me real quick about your dad's crazy driving on the way to my show? <laughs> um, so I noticed that we, there was a lot of more jolting in the car than usual. <laughs> and, that was, and then I looked at the, um, um, the speed because mm-hmm. I was in the rocket launcher seat in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw him, so I saw the, um, the speed limit and it was 65 and Mm -hmm. I saw him going 80. Mm, I see. (laughs) And whenever he turned, everything would like fall from the back (laughs) and it's kind of hard. Yeah. That must've been fun though, huh? Well, thanks Dane for coming on my show. It's awesome to have you and learn more about you. So thank you. So let's take a break, everybody. I'm Maddie Rose. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Network once again. So we just finished up our interview with Dane, but now I wanted to get back into more of the Phoenix Boys Choir, mainly because they have some fundraising opportunities, and I wanted you guys to know about that. And of course, as I say before, I always love you know being in the community and working with the community. So hopefully this will allow you to work more in the the Phoenix community. So we're going to introduce Kurt, which is actually Dane's dad. So we have both of them on here on mic. So Kurt, why don't you 
let us know about some of the fundraising opportunities with the Phoenix Boys Choir. Well, thank you, and, and thank you for having me on the show and uh, having uh, Dane on as well. Um, Dane has been one of the uh, uh, better fundraisers uh, there at the Phoenix Boys Choir. There's a lot of really good fundraisers, some that, that uh, um, do even way better than Dane, but Dane mm-hmm. is a real natural in the fundraising side, um, and it takes a, a, a lot of guts to get out there. Um, what they do is they make arrangements with a lot of the grocery stores stores in the area, AJ's and uh, Fry's and Safeway, Um, and then they they allow the boys to do um, a raffle so people can buy uh, uh, tickets to certain things that they mm-hmm. have a drawing and then they might be able to win. Um, but uh, whether Dane is selling raffle tickets or sometimes he'll just go up and ask for donations and <laughs> and people just say yes. Um, yeah. And there's some very generous people. They, they normally do it uh, in the October, um, yeah, uh, January, I guess, area after the, after the holiday season so that they're not competing with the... Um, uh, with the fundraisers around <laughs> the holiday season, but around January uh, is where the biggest fundraising yeah. occurs. Um, and then they each get assigned uh, at the front of a grocery store, and then they go up and talk to people. So it, uh, they, they uh, learn a little bit of a salesperson side of themselves. And so, Dane, tell us a little bit about what it's like when you get out there and, and ask people, what are some of the things that seem to work the best for you when you're out there talking to them? Um, what I usually do is uh, I say the, like, two phrases over and over. (laughs) What Um, are they? Well, it's different every year because they have different prizes. Mm -hmm. So I can't really say the same phrase. Tell us some of the prizes they've had in the past. Um, you could, one prize was you could go to resorts or, Mm, like, you could win, like, $500 or something Uh like that. So then uh, you go up and say, hey, you, you, could you uh, make a donation to the Phoenix Boys Choir and buy a, 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 a ticket to uh, that would give you a potential option for $500 or you might have a chance to, to win a resort, a vacation on a res- to a resort? Yeah. Okay. But the biggest thing you do that is most effective, What what is the most effective thing besides what you say? You're... I don't know. And do you, do you remember what mom said about silence? You ask and then you're just quiet, huh? <laughs> so if he just looks at what he doesn't know is he's got big, bright blue eyes. And when he's looking up at him with these big, bright blue eyes and he's just asked for $20, they normally give it. I'm a big sales person. <laughs> we always love that. <laughs> but there's another way that, um, that uh, we're going to be uh, doing fundraising this year. Uh, we're teaming up with another nonprofit that does charity fundraising. Um, to uh, They go to high-traffic areas, places like uh, uh, restaurants that have a lot of traffic that mm-hmm. come through or theaters that have a lot of uh, uh, traffic, whether that's uh, um, theaters that show Hollywood movies or those that show plays, whatever they, the case might be. Um, and then they do silent auctions. So the charity benefits uh, actually is uh, willing uh, this year to team up with the Phoenix Boys Choir and put sports memorabilia um, out on a you know a six foot wide table in a prominent area. And then it's a silent auction. We when people uh, might see that. Um, Gene Autry has signed something, or uh, the the famous and infamous Steve Nash that has now mm-hmm. left us um, may have <laughs> signed something and <laughs> and is uh, and uh, autographed either a jersey or uh, maybe a basketball or a framed uh, um, picture of himself, whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. Um, then they can uh, drop the, their silent auction bid in there, and then they actually spit split not spit <laughs> <laughs> split the proceeds uh, with uh, the Phoenix Boys Choir and charity benefits. So. It's one of the ways that Dane's going to be uh, uh, working uh, to raise funds this year. And then those funds go to help uh, the boys tour, uh, to uh, pay for the choir directors and the pianists mm-hmm. and, you know, different people that, that are involved. So um, I, I, those are a couple of the ways that we really appreciate Dane and all the Phoenix Boys Choir members. Uh, and then, of course, one of the things they love the most is that lock-in where they have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is going to join us now because yeah. she's uh, helping to head up the uh, the charity fundraising gala that's coming up in October. So I'm going to bow out and let my wife come on, if that's okay. Yeah, of course. Well, you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. And we just had Kurt on, which he was talking about, you know, some of the fundraising opportunities 
opportunities with the Phoenix Boys Choir. And also, we're going to have his wife on, Kathy. Becky. Becky. <laughs> Becky. Yeah. <laughs> Becky. And um, why don't you tell me about the gala that's going on with the Phoenix Boys Choir? Because that's kind of one of the biggest ones I've heard with that's going on. Yeah, so every um, year in October, uh, they, they run a gala, and they mm-hmm. have um, usually some great performers, to, you know, coming along with, of course, the top choir, mm-hmm. um, performing at the, the gala, and it's a great place for, you know, people to get together to know each other and support a great cause, because the, the money that's raised during the gala, they do the silent auctions, and um, the money that's raised, of course, the Phoenix Boys Choir is a nonprofit mm-hmm. organization, and it really helps um, educate these boys um, on music theory. And and it's not just that; it's it's a real um, good, you know, just personal development program. You know, boys have learned so much mm-hmm. by going through the program, and some of the boys are on scholarship because there's there's tuition costs involved, and the tours, yeah. and the camps, and the facilities, <laughs> and everything to run. Uh, an organization like this so um there's been you know really great generous people involved in the phoenix area who help out every year and so you know we just want to make people aware of what uh, the phoenix boys choir does and so this october um 27th they'll be you know doing the next gala and people can um buy tickets i think they're available already now mm-hmm. and they're available on the the phoenix boys choir website which is just simply boyschoir.org mm-hmm. so Awesome. Mm-hmm. So they do these types of fundraisers every year, and this is all to benefit, you know, kind of all the classes, the tuition, everything that's involved with mm-hmm. that. And as a parent perspective, you know, having your son in it, what do you think that it helps your child ultimately do? You know, it's just a great life experience that um, training them for all the other things in life, you know, just learning responsibility and behavior um, along with, you know, working hard and accomplishing something great. Mm-hmm. Um, is just a lot of fun and just really, really good for the boys. And everyone works so hard at this. I mean, the parents um, are driving the kids back and forth. <laughs> the, the boys are rehearsing, um, you know, six hours a week sometimes and, you know, practicing at home and everything like that. And so um, there's just a lot involved. And the boys work so hard um, mm-hmm. during the sweepstakes season. Um, working hours and hours um, in front of grocery stores wow, <laughs> and sometimes even knocking on doors and, and things like that, um, selling their fundraising. That's awesome. And also, probably along with that, you can definitely say that they've gained more confidence or more knowledge of absolutely. what music really is. Right, absolutely. I mean, they do teach them music theory, too. And, you know, one of the things that as Dane's progressed up, he's this year he was excited because he finally learned how to open up the back of his throat you know that kind of thing so they get that really high (laughs) resonant sound and um, if you haven't heard the boys prayer before they're Mm -hmm. just very awesome it just gives you the chills how how great they sound Um, and like Dane himself sings in the soprano section so these boys sing really really high definitely beautiful oh that's nice I know I definitely am familiar with all of those different types of um, stages of the music and all that. So that's always fun. And um, is there anything else you'd like to mention about the Phoenix Boys Choir or how we can help or just anything that may, you know, conclude to it? Um, yeah, just basically just go to their website. Um, you, the tic- there are tickets to concerts coming mm-hmm. up. Um, they have a great, great Christmas concerts that are available. Um, also in the spring, they do a really fun concert. This year, they're doing a tribute to New York. Um, last year, it was the Beatles. So you know, oh, there's fun. that's how you know people can get involved between the gala and the the concerts. And um, so anyway, I've always loved the choir, and I saw them perform once um, at Robin Stuckey. We were doing some window shopping. That's the first time I ran across them. It was before I had any kids, and I just said one day, if I have a kid, I'd love for him to be in that and luckily I did I had a boy that could sing so I'm glad to be part of it awesome that's so fun well thanks Becky for coming on and talking to us about the Phoenix Boys Choir and thank you Dane again for having your input I heard that you're a great singer can't wait to hear you sometime but for now let's take a break I'm Maddie Rose keep it right here you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network do you believe in the supernatural Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. 
You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal, and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Network. So we have actually Dane's brother, Hunter, here now. That was my second guest, so let's introduce you to him. And it's really cool because I heard he's interested in science, his business, and all that kinds of good stuff. But we're going to get into that. So why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself, Hunter? Well, I'm 13. And I'm going into eighth grade next, well, this year. Awesome. And I love science, anything to do with science, and especially circuitry. Um, It's just the love of it. Um, I also have a business with sugar gliders. And I I make a lot of money from it. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm going to ask you some more questions about that, too, because that's interesting. So is that your business side? So how did you get started with the sugar gliders? Well, um, when I was eight, I saw sugar gliders at a booth at um, a business show. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted one really bad. So I spent like three months and earned enough money to buy a sugar glider. and. Uh, I got two girls sugar gliders. One was really nice, and the other one wasn't really because, <laughs> you know, animals are animals. Competition. <laughs> yeah, and competition <laughs> for food and that stuff. Um, and then I wanted another sugar glider mm-hmm. that was nicer. <laughs> and so I got another sugar glider named Alvin, and he was a male. And mm-hmm. so... The uh, I got I had gotten rid of um, the mean sugar glider <laughs> and um, the the nice female sugar glider mm-hmm. had joys and that's how I get the business going. Mm-hmm. So you breed them, huh? And, yes. Awesome. Yes, and then I sell them for like two hundred each, and they have like two at a time. Hmm. Um, just like kangaroos, they have a little pouch. <laughs> Oh, that's so, so cute. <laughs> yeah. That's they awesome. Are, um, they have, like, webbing, mm-hmm. so then they can, like, glide down in Australia. And just, um, if you've seen Ice Age. Have. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's a flying squirrel. Mm-hmm. And they're just like that, but just different coloring. 
Ah, awesome. I know what a sugar glider is now. Yay. <laughs> That's awesome. So I'm glad that you explained what sugar gliders are because some people, they don't really know what they are like me. But now I know. So it's all good. Yeah. So um, was it just kind of going and looking at the sugar gliders that made you interested in starting the business? Or did you want to start a business but didn't know what to do it about? Um, I wanted the sugar gliders. And then my dad told me that I could have a, a business mm-hmm. with them. That's awesome. So is that kind of what made you decide to start your business in the first place? It was just like, wow business is a good idea, but then, you know, I like sugar gliders too, so why don't we combine that? Yeah, definitely. Good, awesome. And you make about $200 for each of the sugar gliders also, so how much do you make about a year? Um, like, almost $1,000. Hmm, that's really good. Yeah. And how long have you been doing this for? Um, since I was eight, so like five years. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. That's really good. So what do you do with your money? Um, I put it into savings accounts, like, um, for college and for, uh, like, to use and retirement money. So, like, I divide it up into sections, like, I get, um, like, 10% to charity, mm-hmm. 30% to, I can just use, like, right now, and, like, 20% to college, 20% to, um retirement Mm -hmm. um and stuff like that that's awesome it's always good to separate your money and save it it's good that's good skill (laughs) i've learned that good skill (laughs) so how much money have you saved so far um i'm not sure but it's probably around like two thousand dollars Mm-hmm. wow that's really good and you still have some more businesses ideas that you want to add to probably right yeah Awesome. So that should give you some more, too. And then um, you want to get scholarships, right? Yeah, definitely. And, like, I also want to get into eBay because Mm -hmm. you just buy stuff and then sell it for a higher price than what you got it for. So Mm. it's easy. It's a good way to start business. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and we're talking to Hunter right now. So he's the business and science guy. So why don't we get into some of the science right now? And um, why don't you just tell me about how you got into science and why you like it so much? Well, I love science because I have a love for inventing things, Mm -hmm. especially circuitry and other inventions. So... When when I was very little, like mm-hmm. six, I wanted to test the theory of like, um, <laughs> and Peter Pan. Yeah. <laughs> if he could fly, so I jumped off the stairs, and my mom caught me just in time, and so I I was disappointed that did that didn't work. Uh well, at least it was an experiment. That's always fun. And then yeah. your parents, I guess that your earliest experience as a scientist was that you started collecting rocks. Definitely. Because I, like, sorted them, and I just, it is like a toy. Mm -hmm. It's just more like a game. Yeah. It's like a game of trying to find the best rocks and (laughs) et cetera. Yeah, that's really nice. I like science, too. I like that. So, also, um, were there any funny things that you did relating to science besides Peter Pan, or was it just kind of just like, oh, I collected rocks? You know, it's always fun to look back at those memories and be like, that's how I got into science. Yeah, definitely, because I like, I had gotten a flask just like the week before, mm-hmm. and I put baking soda and vinegar in it and put the yeah. plug on top and like brought it outside, and it shot out of my hand and shattered everywhere, and I was really disappointed. Wow, <laughs> that's extreme. Yeah, I always had to be careful with my science projects because I was working with like liquids and powders and if you do that at the same time, it could blow up and you don't want that. So yeah. safety first, children. <laughs> and when did you decide that you wanted to be a scientist? Um, I don't know, like when I, I, had, watched, I had recently watched Harry Potter mm-hmm. and I wanted to either go into wizarding because um, I wanted... I thought wizarding was a part of science. Yeah. So it was wizarding or something like it. And then my mom told me that it wasn't (laughs) science, it was magic. Yeah. So I was really disappointed about that. But I still wanted to be a scientist. Oh, well, good. At least you found out what you wanted to do. So do your parents let you do any science experiments at home? Um, 
yeah, like one one went wrong and um, I had mixed a whole bunch of stuff and then I let it decay for like a month or three. Mm-hmm. And I came back to it and it smelled horrible. <laughs> it was all moldy and... Yeah, just yeah. different. I know, those science experiments that you forget about are always the worst because you're like, why did I do that? But um, yeah. it's really cool that you're, you know, really into science and you're really serious about it. So are you currently involved in any ongoing research? Yes. Since, like, a couple years ago, mm-hmm. I had discovered, like, four years ago, <laughs> I discovered, I heard about, like, people trying to make a perpetual motion machine mm-hmm. where it never, ever stops. So you could make infinite electricity from it. Mm-hmm. And... I knew that magnets never ran out, and they could repel things and push things. So I thought if I arranged them correctly, then it could infinitely just propel itself. That's awesome. So I've been working on that. Oh, cool. That's always a really cool thing to do. When you're doing ongoing research, it just continues and continues. It's always fun. So what did your parents think about you learning about the perpetual motion machine or just kind of like, I want to make it, I want to make my own? Um, they they were really, they were really proud of me because <laughs> it's just an ongoing thing, steps to being a real scientist, um, that can do a lot more stuff than I can do right now. Really cool. And I heard that you've also been having like lab books that are stacking up right now for about six or seven years, and that has like all of your designs, and they've kind of changed over time. So, what is it like to kind of design everything? To design it, it's overcoming a problem each time. So, you think about it, and then if you run into a problem, you redesign it, mm-hmm. but still have the old still in it. Uh, so then you don't lose the whole invention. So if, yeah. That's really cool, though. And um, I know that you were talking about the magnets. Are you still currently working with magnets, or has your design kind of changed from that? Uh, No, it's always magnets because... Yeah. uh, Or electromagnets Mm -hmm. because it will create more than it needs Mm -hmm. because if it doesn't, then it will eventually run out. Yeah, I get it. It's the base of science. It's the base of the design. Well, we have some more questions for you when we come back, but let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take Two. We'll go back, way back to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. 
We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. I'm gonna you're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Network. So we're still talking to Hunter here. And like I was saying, he's all into the business and science part of life. And he actually just got done talking a little bit about the perpetual motion machine. And, um, you know, there's some theories out there, different from others. Everybody has their opinion. And I hear that your dad said that, theoretically, the perpetual motion machine is an impossibility. So what's your take on that? Well... The solar system is a perpetual motion machine because mm -hmm. if, um, let's say, the sun doesn't burn out ever, and it, um, everything will still keep going, and it doesn't need any power to keep it going because the Earth will still um, go, uh, keep rotating around the center. Mm -hmm. um, so... That proves that if something can go on forever, then another thing can go on forever too. Mm, and another example is atoms because they're always moving and the mm -hmm. electrons inside them never stop. That is a good theory. Good answer. Got you have to have you have to have scientific evidence, and I got that. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So what's your favorite field of science? Well. I like binary and building circuitry. It's like my favorite thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, like um, it first started when I got involved with Minecraft. It's mm -hmm. um, a building uh, building thing on the PC where you um, place blocks and there's a circuitry side to it. Mm -hmm. You can you can use transistors and diodes and um, create anything from just a simple wire to a computer mm -hmm. um, on there. And it's really crazy that you can do that stuff. Um, there there are limits to that, but it's just the whole idea of it yeah. is just crazy. Yeah, that's really cool. I think it's fun to do those different type of unique things. And I also hear that you like hardware. So why don't you tell me a little bit about what you do with hardware and what you're kind of experimenting with a little bit. Yeah. So one time I took apart, you know, the, the big monitors with the bulbs um, that kind of put static on when you turn them on. And I, I took it apart and then I accidentally put, well, not accidentally, but <laughs> I put it into the, um, I plugged it into the wall, and mm -hmm. something had come loose, and um, like small lightning came from one light, uh, <laughs> from one side of one wire to another, mm -hmm. and it really scared me after death because <laughs> there's a lot of power going through that. Definitely. Um. And I love taking apart computers and mm -hmm. like what's inside them. If you've ever seen um, those black squares on a 
microchip. Mm-hmm. There's about six billion transistors in those. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how much they can fit in it. That's um, a lot. Yeah. That's interesting. Definitely something to know. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and we're talking with Hunter right now. So going back to binary, um, I hear that you like to email your friends back and forth. So why don't you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, there's this website that I can use that I just put um, I put something in, and then it changes it to binary, 8-bit mm-hmm. binary. And... Um, I signed it to them and people that and people that see like um, behind them are like what is that? <laughs> um, because people don't really know a lot about binary only that it means computers. Yeah, so why don't you describe like what binary is just for the people that you know aren't really familiar with it. Okay. Um, binary is accounting system just like one through ten uh, zero through nine mm-hmm. um it except it only has two digits mm-hmm. zero and one zero is off and one is on um and when you count it has different values mm-hmm. so like one is the first level and then it can go to two digits digits and then three and then four and five um, and so on until you get very high um, identities for each value. Hmm. Um, the the thing about that is um, what what's cool about it mm-hmm. is that you can apply that to circuitry because there's no really in between mm-hmm. zero and, uh, on and off. Yeah. Definitely. That's really cool. Definitely helps you out with what you want to work with. Yes. So why don't you tell me about some of the things that keep your life in balance? Um, there's the physical, there's the social and leadership, and there's mental and spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, the physical is like exercising, and I exercise every day. Um, I just came back from a really fun trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, from my uncle's house, uh, he works on a farm, and I learned we dug, we like collected branches and um, you know, trapped skunks and milked the cow. Yeah, and fed the horses, watered the horses, and stuff like that. Really teaches me that life is more than. Um, then wasting it type of thing definitely I get it well thanks Hunter for coming on the show it's really great that I got to have you and then talk about what you like to do so thanks okay well everybody it looks like this is the end of the show I know it's sad but (laughs) I'll come back next week I promise but um it looks like our song of the week is actually going to be King of Anything by Sarah Borelli's. And I, I just pick songs, you know, that are my favorite. You must have seen my previous show. I said that was my theme song. And then this one I just like to jam out to and stuff like that. But hopefully you guys like it just as much as I do. But I'll see you guys next week. And this is Maddie Rose with The Fame Game. Talk to you guys later. Bye.
Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.